Prime is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder and is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story, amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? Happy December 14th. Happy Tuesday. Hello, good morning. It's your girl, D. I hope everyone had a great Monday and an amazing weekend. I just, I just, I feel, I'm feeling the love this morning. I just want to continue this. You know what? Let's run that record. Hello? Good morning. That's how I feel every morning. I know you can't wait. Hey, some. Hey, hello. 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 Good morning. Let's go. Let's go. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Know you've been waiting. Too far Cause I see you watching. So let's go. Let's get it popping. You know, we on that. Yeah, we on that. You know what? If someone had to ask me what I feel like most mornings when I wake up, regardless of what I may look like at about 9 a.m. when I roll into work because I'm annoyed that I actually have to physically be there some mornings, but that's okay. I love my job. But if someone asked me, what if you wake up feeling like most days? It's this song. I'm like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, first off, I say a prayer every morning. I thank God for allowing me to see one more day because one more day is another opportunity. One more day is a blessing. Life is too short. And let me run that back because I feel like somebody had to hear that. Life is too short. Every day that you wake up, it is a blessing. You better kiss the ground, open up the window, stick your head out and scream Eureka because somebody woke up and did not get that opportunity that you just got. If you are able to listen to this right now, you are blessed. If you are able to just stretch your legs and wiggle your toes and move your arms and open your eyes, or just at least one of those things, one of those things, you are blessed. The fact that you are able to wake up and breathe air, whether it's fresh or a little polluted, but you can breathe. Count your blessings because somebody woke up this morning and struggled with that. Someone did not wake up this morning because they couldn't do what you could do right now. You've been given one more second, one more minute, one more hour, one more moment, one more day of opportunity. So I hope when this podcast is said and done on this lovely morning, Tuesday, December 14th of 2021, you all leave this podcast segment. You feel more motivated than what I'm sure you already are. You got to be somewhat motivated to be listening to this right now. Somewhat curious. And you go out there and you get some. You get it done. You take what's yours. You keep climbing that ladder because life is too short to be stagnant, to be complacent, to be bored. I wake up every morning and I open my windows and I scream, Eureka! 
I actually don't wake up every morning and scream Eureka out my windows, but I really want to. If I didn't live in a townhouse community, like where people were like right next to each other, I probably would. You know what? Let's put that on my vision board. Let's have a vision board moment. This is your vision board moment. Write it down. I want a house so big I can stick my head out the window and scream Eureka! Good morning. Let's go. Let's go. Hello. Good morning. Tell me what the lick is. Happy Tuesday. You know what? I'm really excited to jump right into this topic of conversation today. <sighs> Sometimes you ever like sit in, in, you ever find yourself in in meetings or situations at work and you're just like wondering, you know, if I wasn't me and I was somebody else, would we even be having this conversation right now? Seriously. I, I don't know. Am I the only one who who feels this way? Am I the only one who has gone through these situations where it is just like, gosh, if, if, if I wasn't me, would I even be having this extra hour long conversation or these back and forth emails about paying me what's fair? Literally what's fair. Like if we went online and and to salary.com and, and we put in my credentials and my years of experience and my education and who I report to and how many direct reports I have. And it's telling you I should be making XXX comma XXX, you know, why are we even having this conversation to even get me to what is 50, 50th percentile? What's average? It, it doesn't make any sense. And there's often times that I feel that we are put in these situations as minority women or even just women in general because of things we can't control like our gender or our race and, and often our age. You know, I, I, I really do feel bad because I've seen this a lot where there is a high-performing individual. It could be male or female, actually. High-performing individual. They could run circles around somebody who has been in that role for 10 years. But there is like a significant salary gap between them and somebody else, all because of this quote-unquote thing called seniority. And I respect seniority. I really do. If you put in X amount of time at a job, then yeah, it is to be expected that you're going to be probably making a significantly more, more than an individual who just started with your same job description, right? That, that, that's fair. But at a certain time in someone's performance, if they are just clearly running circles around another individual and they're still making significantly less than that other visual individual, I feel like sometimes you got to throw seniority out the window. So You know, if I wasn't who I was, and this isn't just speaking on me, this is in general. If I wasn't who I was, I wasn't my age, I wasn't the the color of my skin, I wasn't my gender, would we still be having these conversations? Because there are some people who, you know, privilege, they can literally walk into work, ask for what they want, give them a resume with no proof of true talent until after the fact, we hope, and just demand certain things and get them right away. It's crazy. I don't know. If, I, if I'm the only one who experiences, then, then maybe I, I'm, I'm going crazy, but I highly doubt it. Does anyone else feel that way? Hey, 
Calvin Harris, how deep is your love? Little throwback for you there. But seriously, listen, I remember this one time. <laughs> it's happened to me a few times, but this isn't my story. It's a story that I happen to be a part of. But I remember this one time. Ooh, I was working for an employer. and We were hiring for some type of role. I can't remember what role it was. Anyway, it doesn't even matter. So we're, we're interviewing and, and we interview this woman. And the, uh, one of the head, head guys says to me, you know, how much are they asking for? And I, I said something like, I don't know, like $55,000. And that's not, I don't think that was it, but I'm just going to put that number out there just for story purposes. So how much is she looking for? Uh, $55,000 a year, which was definitely in our, in our range, right? We had a, we had a range. So we're going to call this range 50 to the, I don't know, $70,000, right? So a woman asked for 55000 and the person says to me, Oh, was she, is she younger? You know, she married. And I was like, really confused. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, but you know, this is, this is someone who's superior to me. I didn't want to be disrespectful and not going to, I wasn't at a point in my career where I was comfortable enough to challenge, um, certain, certain conversations, especially at certain levels. So in my mind, I'm like, well, what, what are you, what's this guy saying right now? Like, what does it matter? And so, yeah, you know, well, you know, because if she's of a certain age and, you know, she's she's married, newly married or whatever, because she disclosed, you know, she was newly married and blah, blah, blah. She's probably going to be planning to have a baby soon. So I don't want to pay her um, 55000 just for her to get pregnant and leave us in, in nine months. And, you know, so whatever. So see if she'll take forty five. I kid you not. This does actually happen to me. Uh, and, and these weren't the dollars that we were talking about, but it was the story was, you know, very similar. The point is. This person got lowballed under the budget because of personal information that they disclosed about their personal life on an interview, which allowed this individual to feel like she may be at risk for taking some time off, some FMLA um, due to probably some future fa- family planning. Now, I wasn't in that interview when this individual individual disclosed her personal information, but just a sidebar to anyone listening. Stop telling people about your personal life that deeply on interviews or in general at work. Keep your personal lives to yourself. You know, you want to talk about your dog and how you just adopted a puppy. Sure. But when you start saying stuff like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on getting married this year and, you know, yeah, you know, maybe some kids later and yeah, they, 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 we're not interviewing you for a parent of the year award or we're not interviewing you for emerging parents of 2022. We're interviewing you for a specific role. So just stick to that conversation. You start disclosing personal things about you, thinking that you're uh, creating a uh, place of comfort and judgment free zone and you're just having friendly conversations and you think the more friendly you are and personal you become, the more likely someone is to hire you because they like you. You are so wrong. You're wrong. 
You want to disclose personal information about yourself, tell them the sports you played in high school and college. But don't tell them what you're planning on doing with your spouse nine months down the line. Because I'm telling you, there are people out there in the world that will judge you for it and lowball you under the budget. Under the budget. So, I guess some of you are wondering, did she take the job? She sure as heck did take that job. She sure did. I think he asked for like, let's say 45 and, you know, she wanted somewhere about 55 and they met somewhere about 50. Ain't that a shame? And there was like $20,000 more in the budget. She probably could have got it if she did not disclose personal information that could be used against her in the court of an interview. How crazy is that? Isn't that nuts? Ah! It's, it, it blows my mind sometimes, uh, some, of the, some of the negotiating back-end and front-end tactics that I've seen throughout the course of a decade. Uh, real quickly, we have some announcements to make. HRMA of Princeton has an upcoming event this Tuesday. It's a free complimentary webinar this Tuesday, December 14th. It is called The Executive Presence. If you're interested in joining us on Tuesday, December 14th, on a webinar, so it's online, you don't even have to leave your house or your office, visit www.hrma-nj.shrm.org slash events. Again, that's www.hrma-nj.shrm.org backslash events. On January 11th, there is another complimentary webinar called How to Transform Bosses into Leaders. That is free. You'll get some continuing education credits towards your recertification for Sharem. So definitely check that out. And then February, hopefully, so long as COVID doesn't start to give us some twists and turns, we will be meeting live on February 8th. There's a dinner meeting and it focuses around DE&I and it's called A DE&I Journey Guide Leading Global Diversity, Equity and Inclusion. So you can meet us live in person you can meet me live in person on February 8th. So long as COVID doesn't give us twists and turns, we'll be meeting live to discuss DE&I Journey Guide, Leading Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. I just want to give a, a very special shout out to HRMA of Princeton, one of our partners here at the Corporate Climb Show, and also the Garden State Council of Sherm, another partner here at the Corporate Climb Show, and also to Soul Hire, a recruiting agency in New Jersey. Thank you so much for your partnership. We appreciate you. You know, it's tough. It really is tough because sometimes we feel a certain way and we know like, you know, if I wasn't who I was, this conversation probably wouldn't be going um, the way it is, or we, we wouldn't even be having this conversation to begin with. It's tough to explain, explain that. It's tough to explain the facts behind why we as minorities, minority women feel this way, right? It's something intangible. It's like we know it's there. It exists. But it's really hard to explain sometimes. At least it is for me. It's like I know I am in a situation only because or due to the fact. But I can't really explain that. And the only people who get that are people like you. People like me. Right? Like it's really. Have, have you felt that way? Like it's really hard to explain. Like I know I'm in a really crummy situation right now, and this crummy situation is only the case because of things I can't control, like my background, my race, my my gender, my age, things like that. Like if I wasn't who I was, would we even be in this situation right now? It's so hard to explain. You know, I remember I had this employee relations situation and. This individual has said to me when it was all said and done, 
He's like, you and I both know, basically, if I wasn't who I was, that th this conversation wouldn't be where it's at. And, you know, sometimes as professionals, there's there's the your personal personal uh, views and your stands and then your professional stands. And those are hard lines to to kind of go back and forth through. And my personal being, like, I, I was like, dude, I get it. Like, I didn't say this out loud, but I was like thinking, I was like, dude, I get it. Like, I get it. I totally get it. But the, the professional side of me was just like, listen, it is what it is. You know, like, this is the policy and you got to follow the rules and you didn't follow the rules. But I 100% what this individual was saying, it was like, would we even be having this follow the rules conversation if it wasn't for things that I cannot control about myself? It's, t it's really tough. It, it, it's, it's really tough. And um, I guess my question to every, anyone listening out there is, how do we fix that? How do, how do I get better at that? You know, personally for me, like when I know I'm in a situation where it's like, I, I get that. Dude, I feel you. Girl, I feel you. Like, you know, I totally get where you're coming from. But the professional side of you really can't say anything because then you put yourself in a compromising position. So all you can kind of do is sit there and go, mm-hmm mm-hmm and give the give a little head nod that you're listening right and we've all been there where we're like mm-hmm mm -hmm. but how do we do how do we get better how do we do better where if we see something and we know it exists even if it's intangible how do we get better at creating it making it tangible and then doing it in a way that is professional and correct that way there's a positive outcome behind it, right? Like we can we can be more effective in our communication without being offensive. You know, I'm still struggling with that. I really am because it's like sometimes people say stuff to me and I'm like, dude, I get that. I, I my Danielle D, she I dude, I get that. 100 D is with you all the way. But Danielle Martinez, you know, director of HR, ah, there's the policy. Ah, how do we get better at that? I, I got someone's got to tell me. I got to know. I, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear stories where you were kind of conflicted because the personal side of you was like, yeah, I know exactly what this person is talking about. But the professional side of you was like, Ooh, the policy's a policy. I'd love to hear stories of success. Actually, do me a favor. If there is a story that's coming to you right now in your mind where you're like, I would love to share that story about when my personal, my professional, uh, you know, were kind of like conflicting a little bit and how I spun it and made that situation effective and, and made that situation a situation of positive, you know, uh, growth and development opportunities for people, I'd love to hear it. Send me an email, thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. Again, it's thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. Send me an email. Tell me your story, or if you're up to it, let's let's set up a Zoom or something. I'd love to chat, and then I can take a conversation, and I can put it right on a podcast for an upcoming episode. So if you have a story where your personal and your professional side were conflicted, and you were like, I totally understand where this person's coming from. They're 100% right. If they weren't who they were, then maybe we wouldn't be here today. But my professional side is saying, hey, this is the policy, and I got a job, and I got bills too. And how you were able to manage that situation, I would love to hear it. Send me an email. The corporate climb at gmail.com.
That was Willow Smith, The Anxiety, Tyler Cole, Meet Me at Our Spot, the live performance version. You know what, real quick, I don't think Willow Smith gets enough credit for her artistry because she's Will Smith's daughter. That's like a hard act to follow. But I do recommend when you have some time, put her in your Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, whatever you listen to, iHeartRadio. Check out some of her stuff. It's actually pretty good. Um... And I shouldn't say that shockingly, right? Because she is her own individual. But I feel like when you have a parent that, you know, has accolades and all these like world known milestones, if you will, and trophies on the wall, when you're following in their footsteps as their children, um, it's hard, right? Because the expectation is higher. There's more of a spotlight on you. And typically it's not a spotlight. There are people who are looking to see how great you're going to do. And if you're going to surpass your parents, right? You know, mankind human beings we have this tendency to um put a focus point on people like that who are in following in the shadows of their parents to see if they're going to fail versus if they're going to succeed i don't do this but it is definitely human nature for people to wait for someone to fail versus wait to see how far they'll succeed um and how much success they will they will gain through their lifetime so with that being said um check out willow smith because she's really good and i think she's totally got this musical ability that is just underrated um and probably not paid as much attention to because of the fact that her parents are who they are so definitely check her out you know just to stay on that topic a little bit longer willow girl i feel you to the willows of the world who have to walk in the shadows of their successful relatives I feel you. I feel us. It's a lot of pressure. So much pressure. My mom, successful corporate person, you know, HR practitioner, educator. My father, successful DJ, successful life master. My dad passed away and life owed him zippo, zero, nada. He left this world knowing what happiness was. I'm a firm believer in that. That is that is a hard act to follow. Every time my dad walked in the room, he made people smile. People who were introverted became extroverted around him. He just brought out the best in people, and that is just a successful life in itself. My grandparents on my mom's side, my, my grandmother, my grandfather, pastors, they own a church. My dad's parents came here from Puerto Rico made a life for themselves here, had nothing, turned it into something, retired on time, and now are currently living comfortably and happy and have their health and family that is constantly there checking on them and making sure they're okay. What a successful life of of love. Married 61 years as of the other, uh, I think as of... um, Sunday, I believe, married 61 years. So congratulations, Mama and Papa. That's uh, that's amazing. You don't hear that too often. And talk about a life of success, a life of love. And those are tough acts to follow. And out came me somewhere in the middle of that, just, just trying to be my own individual. <laughs> but, you know, I feel you, Willows of the world. I feel you. When you have successful family members that have walked walked that path before you. And you're just trying to keep up and, and, and keep up with them and make them proud. It's tough. I'm here to tell you that they are so proud of you. Uh, for such a long time, I was like, man, I got to do something. I, you know, I can't let my mom down. And this whole time I realized, you know, in the midst of me thinking this way, my mom's been proud of me the whole time because I made it on my own. 
She never had to give me, you know, she'd hand me a silver spoon. You know, she she just watched me uh, fall and watched me get up. And she never let me fall enough to uh, injure myself, but fall enough to dust the dirt off my knees and, and keep it moving. And, uh, you know, that's some tough love and that's some tough parenting, but I, I certainly appreciate it. So please note anyone listening to this podcast, The Willows of the World, you're doing all right. Keep going. Don't worry about trying to make your parents happy. Don't worry about following in their footsteps and, and, and making them proud or even superseding them. Just do you. You know, it'll come. The money will come. That career will come. You're, the right people in your in your life will come. You just got to be patient. You just got to keep visioning, putting things on your visioning board, manifesting, being humble, showing gratitude, being appreciative. You know, stay in prayer. If you're, if you're religious, I stay in prayer. And uh, just keep it pushing because, you know, what's meant for you will certainly be there for you at the right time. It may not be your time, but it will be the right time. Trust me on that. I want us to uh, take a moment right now to uh, just write down what you're most proud of in 2021. And if you're driving, you don't got to write it down, of course. Just for a moment, think about it. What did you accomplish this year that you would deem successful? Think about that. Give you a couple seconds. What did you do in 2021 that made you happy? Because happiness is success. Think about what you just thought about or look at what you wrote down. Did what you think and coin as successful make you happy? When you think about it, does it make you smile? Because in my mind, success is happiness. It's finding happiness. It's finding joy. It's finding peace. And how do we do those things, right? How do we find happiness? Well, you don't find it. I'm a firm believer, as stupid as it sounds, it kind of finds you. When you turn down all the noise, all the distractions, all the negative energy, and you focus on you, you focus on the things that make you happy, you will find success. You may not find all the success, but you will find hints of success when you just turn down the noise of negative energy. Just turn it off and focus on a happier, better you. And I think this year in 2021, when it comes to my career, that's exactly what I did. When it came to my personal life, that's exactly what I did. I focused on me. I focused on the things that were going to make me happy. I focused on respecting myself and knowing my value. And that trickled into me finding, I think, probably one of the greatest loves of all time, of my life. They say you only get three. I think I found one. And I found, you know, I left my job to find something that fulfilled me more. And I think... Even when I talk about it, it puts a smile on my face. So I think I found a little bit of success. Not all of it, but a little bit of it. So I encourage you, listening today, to go out, turn down the noise, turn down all the negative energy, all those distractions, 
turn down all that complacency, that comfort zone that you're sitting in, that you're stuck in because you're scared to go outside of it, I challenge you to step outside of your box, of your element, and find the things that make you smile. And I hope when you find those things that make you smile, and please know that they can be very big or very small, no matter what size they come in, I hope you take a moment and pause and appreciate whatever it was that put a smile on your face and write it down. That way, when it comes around again, you don't pass it by. You recognize it and you keep grabbing on to those little moments every chance you get. I wish you all a very successful remainder to your week. I wish you all some smiles and laughter that take you all the way until next Tuesday, December 21st. 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. I'm talking Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, you name it, we're probably on it. And if you're not on it, you can visit us online at www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Click tune in to access our past episodes and circle into the new ones. You can also follow us on Twitter at TheCorpClimb. Until next week, where we continue this conversation and talk about defining your success. I wish you a very happy remainder to your week. See ya!